trying to get you on this for a long time yeah, so it's been a while. Can make it. Um, so what we're going to do we're just going to chat a bit about Olive Grove and um, before we do just say for me it's uh, you know you've got all these bands we went to the Orin Moore uh, showcase you know sorry yeah the one in January which was just fantastic because you know every band that came on I went yeah love them love them love them now I know <laughs> um, I presume and we'll talk about it in a minute it's your own kind of choice on the bands that you decide to take on but tell us a little bit about how Olive Grove started and how you you've kind of got this roster of bands <laughs> um, it started just about it's just come up for four years now um, I used to write a music blog called Pinko which was predominantly just about Scottish music mm-hmm. and because through that I got to know Helena who writes Podcart yep. used to be Glasgow Podcart um, so it was about July just four years ago she phoned me out the blue one evening just kind of saying do you want to start a label? Which is quite weird because at that time I'd just been made redundant from my previous job and I had a bit of money left over and I was actually starting to do a kind of blog label. Okay. So um, that kind of, the Olive Grove took over from the blog label in a sense. So, so you did stuff under the kind of Pinko label? Yeah, for you? the third, second or third birthday for Pinko, I put out an EP with a, um, a guy called Luke who did a thing called I Build Collapsible Mountains. The button badge. Oh, I used to have that up there. Yeah. I used to have the button badge of that up there. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, a great record, yeah, yeah. it's a great record. So um, I did that. And then after that, um, that was in October time, then in November, Helena and I officially started Olive Grove. We put out Randall Sleep's first ever EP, mm-hmm. uh, Battleships and Kettle Chips. And it's just kind of spiralled on from there. So um, we did Randall Sleep, then we did Esprit, because at that time Helena was managing Esprit. Mm-hmm. So she was very much involved in that. Then we started, then we worked with the Sons, yep. who I'd got to know quite well just through running the blog. Um, and actually, I'd never met the guy, and I wasn't until about two or three years after we put out his record that I actually met him for the first time, which is wow. quite weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it was weird because I got a bit of such a relationship with him. He was like, he was a good friend, but I'd never met him yeah, in person, yeah, so yeah. it was always that year of mystery. Um, so he was kind enough to let us put out his first album, kind of big guinea pigs. From there on, then we did Pensioner, and mm-hmm. then he kind of, that was probably the heaviest thing we've done. Uh, we did um, The Moth in the Mirror, 
which is the band that kind of has got Stacey, who was in Radio Session, it's got Louis and Abel Fallow, you had Gordy, who was in Fighting Rabbit at that time. Um, then we moved on and we did, I can't remember which we did first, I think we did State Broadcasters, then we did Joe Mango, and more recently we've done Call to Mind and Wooden Box and Skinny Dipper. <laughs> Can you remember half of them? Most of them were on that night at the. Uh, yeah, the we had. It was, a, it was a real showcase, as you were supposed yeah, to Yeah, that was. Showcase of the evening. I, I'm interested that it. Um, because when I started doing Scots Way and I was looking at other blogs, you know, that, that I read and stuff like that, yours was one of the ones. And um, a lot of the bands that you then went on, like The Suns and, and, and like Randall Sleep, I discovered through. Um, through Pinko so did you think these are great bands and nobody's that was representing exactly, them that was pretty much it we're, Helena and I were fed up of seeing all these great bands and thinking why are they why is not something getting out there and releasing them and we thought well we'll do it and essentially we looked at it that Olive Group would be, hopefully be a stepping stone so bands would come to us work with us and then that would raise them up a, a level and then they'd go on to bigger things now it's almost at the stage now where I kind of I'm quite happy keeping them in. Yeah, this kind of thing is kind of we built the label to a kind of level that's kind of pretty decent, I think. Yeah. Um, but obviously we've got Randall Sleep who've gone on. They're now working with Lost Map, which kind of came from Fence and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I'm still pretty much involved with them because I manage the band, so that's kind of another branch to what I do. And they still do stuff with you as well, do they? Do they? Yeah, we put a mini album out right. last year and. Deal them all the time. It's also <laughs> That's why I was late tonight. I was phoning Adam to speak to him about stuff. So it's hard. I can imagine you're very hands on. Yes. Um, I think you know I, I'm a big fan of record labels, as in the ones that are a real sign of quality. You know, um, whether it's something like Factory or, or Chemical Underground or Four AD or something like that. Um, and I think Olive Grove for me. You know, if I say, "Oh, it's on Olive Grove," I listen to it without you know, thinking, well, it's going to be something interesting. Did you have an idea of the bands that you wanted to, the type of bands that you wanted to get in, or was it just... No, I've been completely winging it since day one. Um, Didn't know, it's just, I don't know what's coming next kind of thing. It's very much a kind of, I go with my gut most of the time, and it's kind of, that's proven to be very good so far. Yeah, absolutely. And and you... It could be said that there is a, not a sound, but you know, there is a kind of move towards acoustic or slightly, do you know what I mean? Not yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that's not to say that we wouldn't do a dance album or a heavy yeah. rock. I mean, there are bands we have talked about working with. We've actually then gone on, done better things. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say anything. No, no, sure, <laughs> of course, yeah. That's the bit we can cut out. Yeah, exactly. There's always the uh, after, after. There are uh, bands things. we have looked at and talked about, but now I am quite like having that ability to do a showcase gig where all the bands that play together are of a similar nature yeah. and they can they can they, some of the, the bands are actually working together at the moment we've got um, Pete who was in is in State Broadcasters he recorded Randall Sleep's album he's now in Randall Sleep you've got he actually was also in the Sun's album which mm-hmm. we're going to play some songs off later um, Skinny Dipper who are, are one of our newest bands is that they've just um collaborated with Wooden Box in their new album so there is very much a kind of a family kind of thing well it feels there. like that and that's what I, well that's why I wanted it to yeah. be so I'm not in a mafia way and a kind of a, yeah it really helps each other out yeah. and said well I, we need um, vocals on this you know can you come and do that and uh, which is exactly that's kind of looking at other labels have done that I look up to and see what they're doing and I kind of think well I want to be like that and kind of that's what I'm pushing it for so who are the other labels that you kind of look up to? I tend to just look at the Scottish labels, to be honest. I'm very insular in the way I can my outlook is. 
so I obviously was a big fan of Fens yeah. um, I really love Lost Map too now uh, Chemical just I would love to be like 10% of what they are <laughs> um, I love what Matthew does at Song by Toad that's kind yeah. of, these are the ones um, and Guess Our Melody as well be the yeah. other one that's kind of spring to mind um, in, in that sense would you always look at, to keep it um, Scottish bands and that? I think so I've thought about I mean for me it's very much a personal thing I if I'm going to invest my time I have to know that person if they're yeah, yeah, down yeah. in London or Manchester or something like that then I can't range to meet up with them every five minutes get I mean I can't put a launch show on in Glasgow for mm-hmm. them because nobody would come because they're based in Manchester and I can't go down yeah. so it makes sense for me to do it in my own backyard but that, I think that's why you know, small record labels or small publishers or whatever small theatre companies really work is because they kind of link into the the society that's around them. So, you know, if you go back to postcard records, you know, they all knew each other and they all turned up at Alhon's house and, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, most of the bands on Factory were Mancunian bands and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it I think, makes sense. Uh, it does make sense. In, in that sense, you're happy, happy to be a, a, a kind of indie label. I mean, I think it's great that people are still want to be yeah, indie that's, record labels. Well, that's that's pretty much all I want to do. That's yeah. kind of, since the age of 16, this is pretty much what I wanted to do. Uh, uh, apart from the fact that I don't make any money from it, I can't make a living from it, but at the same time, I'm kind of living the dream because I'm doing something I love. I just got to do all the extra additional day-to-day work <laughs> on top of that just to get by. It's but a very familiar story of yeah, many very, people that have been on this podcast, yeah. <laughs> and Ian and myself as well. But <coughs> it's great. I mean, I, I've known you a bit, and I've seen you at gigs and things like that, can imagine that you know you never seem happier than when you're like that. Yes, this is the music. That I guess I'm usually drunk. That's no, all. Yeah, that's that as well. Yeah. So am I, you know. Yes, I know. <laughs> that's what we got on so well. <laughs> but uh, so when you were 16, you thought this is what I wanted to do. It was people like um, Fence and, and, and Chemical that you. Oh no, that at that age, I just wanted to work in. Just music. wanted to be in music. Yeah, I mean, I just was. I, I bought a fanzine. I did kind of thing. Oh, did you? What was that like? <laughs> Do you remember, oh, I'm going to show my, I lose all my credibility mm-hmm. points here, but do you remember a band called Symposium? Yes. I remember kind of, a, after Britpop, there was Bratpop, and I basically got sucked into this, and they were like my idols, and kind of, I wrote a fanzine about them, and then I got into Idleworld, so they came to mm-hmm. that, so I did that for a few years, um, and that kind of helped me, I actually ended up going down to Liverpool, did a master's in the music industry, oh, wow. so I tried to get a job in the music industry for years, and basically, I couldn't get a job, yeah. because masters in the music industry just wasn't recognised so I was looking at getting this entry level job so I came back up to Glasgow and kind of just kind of ambled my way through for a while and then obviously I started the, the music blog um, must have been about five six years ago yeah uh, something like that uh, six years ago because it's the same year I got married that's how I should remember um, <laughs> <laughs> I can remember better the blog be yeah right? exactly <laughs> anyway so I started that and that just kind of spiralled into what has happened now where I People started listening, reading the blog, I started writing about Scottish bands, and that kind of transpired into the label and managing Randall Sleep and all these amazing things. I do. So the blog started because really you Blogs. were still interested in music, but you, 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 there was nothing, you know, you weren't going to make as you see money from it. Exactly. Like um, but it was also, I was sick of going out with my friends and them saying, oh, have you heard this band? And they'd go, nah. Yeah. And it's like, well, I sent you a link. It's like, oh, I didn't. Uh. And then, so they were like, I'll stick on a website and then they have to go read it. And they didn't read it, but other, other people, people, other people yeah, read yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and that's what kind of yeah. transpired and kind of all snowballed. And this is now where I am. But that was that's that's and part of the reason for starting Scottish Way was the thing. Look at this great stuff that's on your doorstep, mm-hmm. and 
It frustrates the hell at me. All the, the, the you know, the, the record labels that you mentioned and the bands that are on them, you think, oh, there's so much stuff out there, yet people... Unless they're force-fed it, then yeah. they don't listen. So I think you have to have people who are very passionate about what the local scene yeah. are out there supporting it. Otherwise, unless they're force-fed it by the enemy, they're just not interested. I'm interested now that there's, there's um, you know, you've got uh, STV Glasgow starting and smaller mm-hmm. media outlets. I mean, do you think that would be, could be beneficial for, for bands to get them over there, mm-hmm. bigger audience? I doubt it. Yeah. How many people watch STV yeah, Glasgow? Yeah, that's very true. Uh, but then, for our bands, <laughs> but our bands have been on, like Joe's been on, Randall Sleep on, Skinny Dipper on, and that's great for them because mm-hmm. it, it looks great to have your bands on TV and it yeah. looks great to your kind of local people who know who you are kind of think that you're on television yeah but I don't know how I don't think it'll do too yeah. much more and but, what about uh, thinking on radio I mean, what's the how difficulty of getting radio plays but impossible these days outside of Scotland or or even inside of Scotland um, we do okay we think yeah Galloway was a big supporter for yeah. us um, Jim Kelly is a big supporter uh, you've got Marion up in at MFR up in Inverness mm-hmm. they're kind of our three hardcore yeah. ones um, BBC Intuition find it pretty tough with um, even when Ali McCree was on yeah we weren't cool enough to be in Ali McCree's <laughs> show <laughs> um, oh but people like we did have we did well with Mark Riley for a while um, yes yeah. but he seems to have stopped playing us now and Gideon Cole is really good yeah. he's really he's a big sport he's kind of played a lot of Joe stuff played a lot of state broadcasters Randall Sleep and stuff like that so you're good but in terms of getting radio play during the day and things like that, that's, unless you get a plugger, I don't think that's really... It's really on, yeah. It's really hard. So, in terms of, um, obviously, you're putting on gigs and, and, and uh, in terms of promotion, how do you find you do it? Is it all, <laughs> you know, internet-based, really? Depends. I mean, sometimes we... It depends if we do it in-house or we use a PR company. Right. Um, we've got a good relationship with a, ba- a, a company down in London called The Badge of Friendship. Mm-hmm. that's run by um, Paul and Claire who are actually from Glasgow right oh, I got introduced to through Helena and they've been really good to us um, we've worked with them quite a few times we've got our guy Mike Gurley who's based in Scotland and he does local PR for us as well sometimes sometimes I just do it in house and it's a hell of a lot of effort but when you actually do it yourself and it comes off it's a lot more rewarding to kind of sure. see so I did that with Skinny Dippers last EP and that's done really well so far or in the context of what, of, what we of course do. yeah but locally yeah. in Scotland we've pretty much got everything um, apart from I guess no we've got everything apart from the skinny in the list but that's that's a different story that's is a it? different story that looks um, like another uh, one for later <laughs> we try yeah well um, and, and, and what about just selling you know like getting albums into record stores and I mean obviously you know we've spoke about love music and you know mono but I mean is it um, I do it all myself yeah um, so I've gone to Mono Love Music, um, we use Voxbox and um, Coda through in Edinburgh. Uh, we don't use the other Edinburgh store anymore. Uh, we use the, um, we've got Imperial in Inverness, we've got Crouchos in Dundee, uh, we still go to Rough Trade in London. We've been, I've and got you just, do you go physically yourself and take them uh, up? And yeah, most of the time, unless it's somewhere, out. sometimes I take them in, sometimes I post them. Yeah. Um, it costs a lot to post these things, but so yeah. I do try and go in to local stores myself and kind of that's basically make a connection with yeah exactly again. I mean we've got a really good connection with um, Sandy at Love Music yeah. he's fantastic does he really is one of the best um, think, I mean things like you know they have Record Store Day now and I, I know that you're often involved in that and trying to get things out there 
But uh, do you think these things are one-offs? So we've talked about this before, but um, how know. do you just get people into it? I mean, I, I, I go to Love Music and I go to Mono and I'm very aware that they're just not as busy as they were when I was going in there, you know, six, seven years ago. And Yeah, just... I mean, it's hard. I, I don't mean to be depressing. No, 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 you mean it's, it's hard. It, it, it is like, hard, I've yeah. I've talked to the Box about this because basically they looked at the number of CDs they sold comparison to the last time and just haven't people just aren't buying as many CDs yeah. everyone seems to want to buy records these days if they are ah. going to buy a physical product but then buying vinyl is really expensive and then you go into love music they say you've got to get CDs because people buy CDs so it's still there are still people buying them and yeah. you've got people in record stores who are plugging them basically playing your playing your album when they're in the store that's kind of helps a lot yeah. because people go what's that and kind of things like that or some other tourist comes in and asks for a recommendation and it's good to have somebody like Sandy or Alex in the store to say this is this is really good yeah. to this. So. I have to say even he's done that to me when I've been in buying something else and he's getting <laughs> yeah does that to me all the time <laughs> <laughs> any money I get back goes straight back yeah, to yeah, very good at that yeah. very good at that um, have you ever thought of a kind of tr- tr- trying to sell from a, your own space or not setting up your own shop but I thought was that would be even more I just don't think you have the time or the, the time and I just don't think it'd be worth the effort I just can't see people coming to a record store like a shop to buy like eight CDs that, yeah. that's all they have an offer where they can go to love music anytime they want yeah, sure. but we do have things like um, there's record fairs yeah. we're involved in the record fair at the Pleasance not us on the 11th I don't know that's what over yeah. on Saturday 11th through in Edinburgh so we did that last year at the Barons Arts and Marketplace and they're doing it again this year it's an independent label so it'll be all the Scottish labels will be at that okay. so that works quite well um, you know saying about things like you know Randolph Leap's mug and things like that how important <laughs> are the kind of trying different I mean you seem to often be trying different ways to kind of to make do your stuff stand out which I think is you know, yeah. um, it never makes us any money but it does kind of make us stand out in a sense yeah. like Adam and I are always Randolph Leap in particular we're always thinking of something quirky or different to do like even their first release we had the CDs as normal, but like you had 10 or 20, which were in hand-knitted sleeves. Yeah. Like that, which I don't have, which I really wish I'd kept on now. But we've done things like that. Um, even with the, the music blog I did um, for its fourth birthday, we did vinyl postcards. Oh, yeah. So it was a, a postcard that you could fit a two-minute song onto. So I got four artists to record a two-minute song. So we had The Sons, Randall Sleep, uh, R.M. Hopper, and a band called Behold the Old Bear, right. which is Reindeer from Vigil Museum and they all recorded the two minute song specifically for me which I released on 20 copies so it's always something kind of yeah and no, I think the, uh, maybe was it the last Randolph Leap that came with a, a guide or a, a yeah that's the, that's on Lost Maps I can't take oh you back. can't oh I see yeah, I show, I mean, it shows you that they I mean they, they are obviously as a band yeah. they're thinking of different ways of well that was actually Johnny from uh, Lost Map that came up with the idea oh, so okay. it's actually it's a fanzine that comes with it so yeah that, I remember that, but you know these things do stand out. When I, you when you go into Mono or whatever, uh, now and you know you still got a choice to make, and often you think, right, <laughs> I've been through the new stuff. There's nothing there that I particularly want. What's going to like jump out at me from the shelves? And that and these things do make a difference. Yeah, well, we've done quite a few. Things. We've done three cassettes, a mug. Joe's last thing was on cassette. Is that right for cassette day? Yeah, that's cassette day. I didn't know about cassette day until the day. Nobody really knows. Because <laughs> I, I don't even have a bit of equipment anymore. I can actually play a cassette on, which is terrible. I have cassettes, <laughs> but I don't have anything to play with. No, these were the. She got these orange cassettes made up. They're quite funky. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't have one because I think they're all sold. That's a bummer. But it's coming out properly in CDE 
two weeks or so, 13th, I think it is. Yes. Yeah, and that's the what we're going to hear some. Yeah, that's the remix album that we've, we've got coming out. And, and more of that later. Yeah. But I remember <laughs> when we had uh, Joe on the, the podcast, and she was saying that, uh, you know, you work just. You've also, you see, you've got your work, work, as in paid work or whatever, and then every other minute is kind of, you know, I'm, I did actually see you one day with a box. I, I was trying to buy in the car, and I went, he's taking CDs somewhere, this huge box that you were on. But it, it, I mean, is that basically what it is at the moment? And Pretty much, that's my life. Um, <laughs> um, I constantly have to check my phone. First thing in the morning, I check my phone from emails. Yeah. Try and do anything I can before I go to work. Obviously, this is fitting in between my wife and my daughter. Oh, yeah, I was going to say there is other, there is other, <laughs> there are other parts going on in my life. Um, and then, obviously, kind of trying to do things on the sly at work. Um, God, then, most of my lunch times yeah, are often spent in post offices posting CDs for Randall Sleep um, or going up to Love Music or Mono to take stuff there. Um, but then, have it any other way, I think? No, I, like <laughs> I, get, I get bored otherwise. This yeah. is this is. The, if I keep thinking right I'll have some time to relax and I'm like right what are we doing next <laughs> um, and in terms of the size of Olive Grove uh, you know you said you would like to be 10% of you know <laughs> but uh, are, you, are you looking to um, you know if for instance somebody sold huge amount tomorrow or whatever you know would you want to expand or do you think you've got this happy band of uh, bands um, I wouldn't see it happening but uh if, the, if it didn't mean that the band sold hundreds of thousands of records or just a thousand mm. records, that money goes to them, so it doesn't make yeah. any difference to me yeah. in the long term. Um, if it raised their profile that somebody else came sniffing about and took them off us, fair enough, that would yeah. be amazing in the sense that they're moving on to better things. But at the moment, I'm happy the size it is. Uh, yeah, really, <laughs> it's a, you know, from writing uh, uh, blogs which and uh, I'm, I'm promoting bands that way and saying you should listen to this but the, to take the next step of going right not enough people are listening to me saying you should go and get this I'm going to put it into their faces I think that's a, it's a fantastic conviction I admire you for that um, what we're going to do now is going to take a quick break and listen to uh, the new Sons album tell us a bit about that that's coming out uh, that's coming out the 27th of October they're putting that um, we're putting that out on vinyl um, so hopefully the vinyl will be the here in time because the Skinny Dippers vinyl still hasn't arrived and that came out last month so I'm starting to freak out over that a bit um, that's been ongoing for a while now uh, it, it's, I think it's a great album it's got uh, a few collaborations on it like there's the first track's an instrumental track and it's got Pete from State Broadcasters playing at the start and the last track has is a collaboration with Aaron Hubbard which mm-hmm. I think is just amazing. Oh, wow. So it's, it's quite an album. I'm really pleased with it. It's taken a while to come about, but I think it's been worth it. And uh, well, I, I think this sounds a fantastic band. I mean, <laughs> I and always, you know, you're saying it's coming out in vinyl, they always look fantastic as well. Don't yeah. look, see the cover. Oh, the, the album, the last, the first album we put out, there are two vinyl copies because he wanted to copy the vinyl for himself. So he got a test print made up. Uh, I got the other one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quite chuffed. That's the there's got to be some perks in this. Yeah, game. exactly. One per- some perks well, that time game. I didn't own a record player, so I had to go and buy a record player so I could have it. Ah, that's how they get you. Yeah, exactly. It's a gateway drug to get yes. all this I'm equipment. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so we're going to have a break and listen to um, Paint Eyes on Your Eyelids. I told you I couldn't read that. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in a bit. Cheers. <laughs> Paint eyes on your eyelids 
everyone, we are now back, um, and that was Paint Eyes on Your Eyelids by the Suns. You see how professional that is. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Lloyd Meredith from Olive Grove Records, and we're going to talk a bit wider about kind of your influences and, and inspirations in terms of music, but also in terms of, we've spoken a little bit about records labels, but just the, the your musical influences, yes, so that's... that's <laughs> Musical influence. I know you usually say that people who play music. Music, but I, I get no influence. But I, I think, think, <laughs> I think it, 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 of course it does. It applies um, to you as well, absolutely. Yeah, I guess. I mean, these days I kind of listen to, basically what I listen to is Scottish music is mm-hmm. the main thing I kind of, because that's very much what I've been into for the past five, six years. Do you so still I, get a lot of stuff sent to Pinko? I, I, I do, but I don't, I just quite delete all because I don't do anything with the blog anymore, yeah. so I just kind of go in and go, yeah, delete. Yeah, so it's no, I just, I, I've got, um, some people sometimes try to contact me on the Scots with email, which I should check more often, but it's because it's just loaded with, with music that people have sent to me. Yeah, once you're, on a, once you're on one list, then you're sped to, everyone's got your email address, so I get stuff sent from me all over the world, because yeah. I was on Hype Machine, yeah. and basically, somebody finds you on Hype Machine, you get added to this list, and you just get spam forever, and you're just never going to have any time to yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I tend to it's the it's the personal ones that I still stop and look at and it's you know hello Alistair <laughs> which is a good start you know if you're looking for a, a trick there and, uh, and say you know I've got a new such and such coming out and, and usually that's it but yeah a lot of stuff and it's from as you say it's from all over the place yeah um, so yeah that was just a bit of it's, it's hard to do that though because unless you know that person it's very hard to kind of it's very I mean I've been the blogger and I've been the person doing the spamming so I can see both sides yeah, so it's horrible having to kind of cold call someone on in the vague hope that they're going to play your, play your record or review your album sure. but you have to do it and yeah. it's just kind of, there are kind of nicer ways to do it kind of, as you say make it more personalised and kind of suck you in that way yeah, but, but difficult it's horrible yeah oh gosh <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, yeah, from the other side. So just, no. going, oh, That's why I quite Delete name here, insert own name here. Yeah, exactly. You sit there and you basically you create 200 emails where you work through a spreadsheet, you insert the person's name, you insert the person's email address, and you try and maybe, if you know that person, insert a kind of personalised bit at the top. But it's, yeah. it's so destroying it. How are insert family names here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly go into their Facebook, look what the kids are called, right? Really? That's what they're called. Okay. <laughs> um, I shouldn't be to these things. No. <laughs> but again, so it, it, musical influences, that's what we're going to say. So it's mainly Scottish music that you yeah. listened to. It was always mainly Scottish music that you listened to. Not necessarily. Um, I was more kind of that cool pitchforky drowned in sound for yeah. a while. And then I started my own blog and was writing not just about Scottish music, yeah. but because of the blog, it was that kind of discover one thing and that leads to another that leads to another yeah. so I, st- I started listening to Twilight Side and Drake Rabbit that led to jetpacks that led to kind of everything else that was going on in the Scottish music scene and, and from there on as you say there's just a wealth of, of amazing stuff out there I don't really see the need to go and look at some overhyped nonsense that the enemy are trying to sell to 15 year olds because yeah. it's just not for me and it's it's out there people are putting it out there I, I don't agree and it folk sometimes say you know well, why are you bang on it's not we're banging on about things being Scottish but there is stuff that really deserves to be listened to yeah and that's exactly it and somebody has to champion it and yeah. that's where I'm at so yeah that's pretty much what I listen to these days but that could vary from anything from I'm listening to at the moment I listen to Hector Berserk and uh, Pronto Mama that's kind of what I've recently bought um, but I still listen to other things like I love the new Jenny Lewis album. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't still listen to that. Yeah, but that's 
kind of pre getting told by Scottish. But stuff. that yeah, <laughs> I kind of got to that stage as well. Where there are there are uh, um, bands or, or musicians that you trust, yeah. and you just say, yeah, I'm never not going to buy them because no, exactly. they're good. And as soon as you put it on, you go, yeah, that's that's. No, she just makes me good. happy. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so in terms of stuff that. I, I don't say I've influences when I've just got varied taste. I've yeah. Kind of, I'll listen to certain radio stations and I'll pick stuff up from there, but majority of stuff I'll pick up is Scottish stuff. And so in terms of the Scottish music scene, if you like, for one of our terrible terms, um, who, who else are you? I mean, who, you've talked <laughs> to a lot about My own bands, I It's quite a self dodgy yeah. but I, I do now the case, I sit in the house and I listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get to listen to the house because house is mayhem. Yeah. It's just kind of it's um, get my daughter to bed, then it's sit down in front of the computer and deal with all the emails. Yeah, sure. So I'll be listening to music driving in the car or on my way to work. That's my kind of alone time. I've yeah. got my 15, 20 minutes to myself to sit and listen to stuff. So that's when I listen to my music. So don't um, know if, if someone was, I take it, you know, you know, for the moment, you're just busy with the bands you've got. You're not looking actively looking to, to, to I'm never actively looking, but then something, but then something pop, yeah, gets like in your ears and yeah, I wasn't looking to the skinny dipper, and then I heard it and I was like, I can't not release this. Yeah, and there's something else at the moment which I'm going to be up with a, a band soon because I I kind of listen to it thinking I can't not do this again. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe that will happen, maybe we won't. But I think from next year things will kind of hopefully calm down a bit because. Uh, basically having another baby on the way so that's two kids I think that I'll have to kind of rein it in a wee bit yeah. but at the same time I'll get, I will get a chief feet and I will and I want to do something so we'll, 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 we'll maybe do this again in a couple of years time see <laughs> how many bands and how many children you know <laughs> <laughs> um, 20 bands no wife <laughs> 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 hey, you do you, you're obviously putting a lot of gigs uh, as well or um how do you think the Glasgow scene in particular, let's let's say, be self-indulgent here and say the Glasgow music scene? Because I think it's pretty healthy at the moment. I don't think it was maybe five, six years ago, but I think at the moment there's a lot of... You mean people going to the gigs? Well, just, well maybe no. not even going to the gigs, because sometimes that's difficult to get a crowd in, I agree yeah, with that. I mean, that's kind of, sometimes we struggle, sometimes we can do amazingly well. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know what the formula is for yeah. these like We've got a, a Glasgow... Uh, showcase next Wednesday as part of the Scottish Mental Health Arts and Film Festival at the Glad Cafe well done yeah um, and I've got no idea that could be one of these ones where 10 people turn up or it could be absolutely stout and I've got no concept of kind of how busy it's going to be um, the Celtic Connection gig now maybe because it was part of the Celtic Connection yeah, I, think I don't know but it was pretty busy yeah considering it was on for hours yeah I thought it was with, that was six bands for a ten hours. Yeah, pretty right, good going. Well, so, certainly in the, in the context of Celtic Connections, it was spectacular. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think the scene seems to be healthy enough. I mean, I, I be honest, I don't go to as many gigs as yeah. I used to. Just or for previous reasons. For previous reasons, yeah. yeah, exactly. I tend to go to the ones that our bands are playing at because yeah. that's the ones I can get in a pass from my wife even because I've got an excuse to go to that one. Yeah. <laughs> And they they play enough gigs as it is to get me out and do things. I think yeah, well, it, you know, you were saying about getting people in, and that's that is the the problem again. It's the the music's out there. I often you know go and see bands, fantastic bands, and but there still is you know maybe ten people in the audience or something. Yeah, that's terrible, that's, that's that. terrible. But it's just kind of how do you convince? Somebody how do you convince? Yeah, you just keep at it and hope for the best. You just have to. Yeah, that's the way I work. So. 
Yeah. Um, I know you spoke at the Glad Cafe gig. Have you got anything else that's coming up soon that you? Um, well, we've got the Glad Cafe gig, and then the Saturday on the Saturday the eleventh, we're going through to Edinburgh putting another showcase on at the, as part of the Pleasant Sessions right. at the Pleasant Theatre. So that's Wooden Box, Moth in the Mirror, Call to Mind, and Skinny Dipper. So that'll be Moth in the Mirror's first Edinburgh gig in three years. Wow. And it'll also be the first full band gig for quite a while because Gordy. Um, wasn't able to play the Celtic Connections because he's off a wee bit rabbit, but he's obviously not in rabbit anymore, so he's playing this gig. So I'll quickly look forward to having him back. Um, yeah, is it the Pleasance Courtyard? Is it or the the Pleasance Theatre? Pleasance Theatre kick. So I don't wow. know how that's going. I don't know how that'll work because wooden box are quite a jovial band, so yeah. <laughs> people were dancing in the aisles. Get them up out the aisles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. So got that, and then um, Joe's doing a one as the Pleasance as well as part of. Uh, She's doing it part of the Insider Festival, where she's actually going to be playing with some of the collaborators from her remix album, which we'll play as well off later. Yep. Uh, following that, Randall's basically I'm heavily involved with Randall Sleep, so they've got quite a lot going on in October. And Adam's going off down south to tour with James Yorkston, and then we're oh, doing fantastic. Yeah, I'll look at Johnny from Lost Map said, said that up, so yep. that's worked out really well. And we're currently planning uh, a big gig with them in Glasgow. Which uh, do you remember? Did you see we did the I can't dance thing as part of the East End Social? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. basically we put on like six bands um, as part of the East End Social. So there was them, there was BMX Bandits, Kid Canaveral, Marceau, State Broadcaster, and Skinny Dipper. And so we're trying to do something similar to that. We'll get like some, just like four or five really good bands. I think we're talking about getting comedians for this one just to kind of make it a bit different. Okay. So that's hopefully going to happen in November sometime. Uh, following that, we're going to hopefully Wooden Box are going to do a series of gigs, which we're kind of plotting at the moment which okay. I can't really tell anything about because I don't have enough to tell you at the moment um, so that's kind of the main things I've, we've got going on to the end of the year and you mentioned that Joe Mango's new album is a remix album yep so tell us a little bit about that and how basically that came <laughs> she has wanted to do a remix album for pretty much ever since the, uh, the Murmuration came out okay and she talked to a handful of folk and they said yeah yeah let's do it and it just kind of one of these things that kind of went dragged on and on and basically she came to me and said look I really want to do this, but I need somebody who's kind of going to knock on the door on my back. Yeah, exactly. I can't pester these people. Can you pester them? Like, <laughs> That's why I do best. I like badgering people. And basically, we got a whole load of folk to remix the album. Uh, she'd already lined up a few folk. Um, so, like, we've got, I'm trying to think who's all on there. Like, Gordon from Brighton Rabbit, he's done one. Um, Jamie, who's Japanese War Effort, um, did one under Carbs. Um, she lined these up. Um, Adem, who did who, who produced her album, album. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you've got two of the boys from Randall Sleep did one, uh, so that's Cormelin and Kira. So it's kind of you think that Randall Sleep this kind of pop band, and then you've got this other side where they're quite into their electro music and stuff. Um, you've got a guy in America who's done it a couple for us. Uh, I can't wait to hear that. Who <laughs> I missed? Um, Machines in Heaven have done one. Um, Miss don't else. worry, nobody's going to. Yeah, <laughs> they might pull you up. But basically, we're just gonna we managed to pull it all together. Um, Pen, Pen TD for Open Summer. That's the last one. Uh, so we just managed to pull it all together, and it's worked really nicely because the remixes are all of a similar kind of thing. So right. they kind of they all fit in quite nicely together. Okay. I'm really pleased. With it. It's not so. It's no not thrash kind of metal remixes or anything. Sadly, no. But no, it's not the kind of normal thing I would listen to. But I think it works in the sense. That 
and then again I don't know if that's what people like but I like it so that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the important but, thing I mean it's, it's that really you know going back to how the label started that's really all you can do isn't it pretty much it's, it's just like I yeah, like this and I think you might like it too and you can't really do anything about it yeah that's, I mean you wouldn't invest the time in it if you didn't like it that's the way I look at it I mean I'm doing this for nothing so I have to have some sort of something come back from for me that's seeing something I like being spread amongst other people and going fuck yeah that's really good yeah and it just takes a lot of hard work at the same time. I, but that's what you know the, the, the record labels I mentioned earlier on you know I was lucky enough uh, years ago to meet Tony Wilson who came into a restaurant I was working in at the time and you know just couldn't stop himself talking about the band <laughs> and that kind of and uh, Alan McGee I think was the, you know, the same just oh, you've got to hear such and such some of Alan McGee's bands weren't great <laughs> but you know he was really uh, enthusiastic about it and I think that's what you kind of have to be in terms of you know the bigger record labels um, I wonder and have you got people who have been signed at all to or have dealt with like we're talking EMIs or something like that and then being kind of cast aside or anything like that. or do you know anyone like that I'm just interested to see how because I would imagine the way that you can give your time and, and energy and love and all those things to a band must be so different to what you can get if you're on you know um, for us no I think no. Joe's I mean prior to coming to us Joe was talking to some bigger labels yeah. uh, but I think she seems happy enough to yeah. the way that she is just now Obviously, wooden box have been up to that kind of level where I think people have sniffed about them, but never taken a taken a bite. And I think Ali seems quite content with yeah. what we're doing at the moment. But obviously, if something bigger comes along, I, I just go. I just wonder if you know if a lot of bands now the idea. I don't think anyone maybe they, if they ever really did, but not anyone gets into music or gets into you know writing or gets into anything like that to make money because surely that's now you know you'd have to go off your rocker to think that you were going to do that and uh, and so people are making the music because they want to make the music and actually it's folk like yourself who have this enthusiasm for the music and not you know next this time next year we'll all be millionaires that are going to give them that kind of support yeah I think so um I can't really can't really, no, you summed it up so well. I'm, I'm just kind of it's yeah. obvious, yeah, you know. Right. I'm a, a big fan, and, and, and you know, so I, I can't help but say these things. But um, <laughs> just keep going. Just keep I have going. to say, yeah, <laughs> I think I did this from Joe's on as well. Going, oh, you're brilliant. Um, <laughs> I can none of this at home, so this is yeah, okay. That's how you came out, yeah. And you missed Bake Off, I believe. So. Yeah, <laughs> double bonus. <laughs> So we're going to we 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 usually um, ask these five questions that we spring on people at the very last minute when they come along. So might as well do the same thing to yourself. (laughs) And it's about favourites. It's basically you know, and you can answer that however you want and how many you want. We're going to start off with um, your favourite band of all time or whatever you want. Um, I'm not going to ask you to ask you for a favourite band on Olive Grove. I think that would be incredibly unfair. <laughs> oh, changes all the time. Choosing your children. <laughs> I have an unhealthy obsession with Randolph Sleep. That's pretty much honest. Oh. But it's this kind of... It's hard because I manage them, but at the same time, I listen to them a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, I, 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 my favourite bands are the ones I work with. That's yeah. why I listen to them. Well, that, I think that makes some good um, sense. For me, yeah. like... Uh, We've, we've, we've worked with Woodenbox I mean I remember going to see Woodenbox in Belgium they packed out this tent I thought god these guys are amazing 
and then a year later we put their album out and I still kind of have to pinch myself yeah. for that kind of moment thinking what are they doing with us kind of thing because they're one of my favourite bands and that's what I listen uh-huh. to so I mean that is a, a, you know sharing everything in Olive Grove is my favourite <laughs> <laughs> but you know sh- sharing the kind of dreams you know at 16 I'd love to be involved in music or to meet these bands or to do anything like that but, it is an incredible thing when you actually get to get anywhere near that yeah but then because there's, there's a fanboy and I think all of us are certainly in I'm I'm you like, and me and Ian that would go oh god I get such such yeah. <laughs> I've met all these people like the people that I've looked up to I've like um, I was obsessed with Idlewild and I've met Roddy Wimble I've met mm-hmm. uh, um, Rod and all that and like I met Roddy right recently and he remembered me from like 10 years ago and I went and saw him at Dingwalls and in London and like I was obsessed with Frightened Rabbit. I shared a stage with Frightened Jeff Scott and me and Pop, being Jason Popcop did a bloggers thing and he was uh-huh. on the panel and it was like, he's sitting next to me. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we should hide that. I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, but then like, now, then we had Gordon from Frightened Rabbit um, in Moth in the Mirror and I was like, I'm putting out their records. There's a, there's a, co- a connection there almost. So that's kind of... Um, I'm not as much of a fanboy as I used to be these things because yeah. I manage the bands or yeah, I've the bands yeah. <laughs> well, you say that though one of my favourite images of last year was at the, the Oren Moore gig when you got up and stayed at the end <laughs> and you're just the happiest man in the world it was fantastic yeah but the only downside to that was that my dad was at that gig and I, thought, I think that was pretty much one of the worst things that could have happened because he, <laughs> he did say to me like yeah I saw you on stage loud I was like oh I've always wanted to see my son in stage. Yeah, but dancing about in a suit and a, wo- and a bobbly bubble hat quite drunk, so yeah. But it was, it was one of, that was probably one of the best nights I've had in years, just yeah. because I had put so much effort into kind of getting that organised and pulling it all together, so it meant a hell of a lot to me to see it so busy, and then, then we were told it was sold out, and that's where it kind of, that's why I ended up on stage. Uh, that's the excuse joy. I was sticking with it. Was fantastic, it was just joy, it was great. <laughs> um... Yeah, so we're talking about album. Uh, uh, that was the that was the next thing. If, if Olive Grove are uh, are combined as your favourite band, which is <laughs> kind of greatest album of all time. Um, I hate that question because it just I, I'm so fickle. I change all the time. Um, comfort yeah. albums would yeah. be things like I'd go back and listen to Forever Changes by Love, yeah. Funeral, Arcade Fire, uh, Midnight Organ Fight, um, Frank Rabbit. Uh, these kind of albums, but. It's so it changes yeah, a lot. I know it's a terrible like, question. I don't know why I ask these. Everyone hates just them. <laughs> um, you, you may have already answered this, but we're going to see your favourite gig that you've been to. Um, again, I'm fickle. It changes every every time. My, um, when I was sleep play a good gig. I, I, Adam says that I becomes your yeah. Well, Adam says I go up to him and say that was the best gig I've ever played. He's like, well, you said that last time and the time before. I was like, yeah, probably do. <laughs> um, yeah, the Oren Moore gig in January would be up there as kind of one of the best gigs, as the best gig yeah. we've ever put on. I don't think we'll ever top that unless mm-hmm. we do a 20 year anniversary where everyone has ever played. Um, At the Royal Concert Hall. Yeah. yeah one of these nights off, you know, the Vidilla night. They have all of Grover Night. There'll be three of us sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms, probably the one I'll always, you know, like always harp back on like gigs they went to that was only like a big band and it was like a small room so that was Arcade Fire at the GU the debating hall yeah 100 200 folk there that was just insanely good yeah those are the nights when these the one I remember that was seeing um, White Stripes at the QM before they went massive and it was the same and it was like wow Wow. (laughs) never going to see them in the again yeah exactly um now we usually ask for someone's favourite film and I've 
rather <laughs> cleverly put music film oh, I don't man. know that <laughs> might be too hard uh, yeah. uh, oh I can do a tangible link then yeah um, I wouldn't say this necessarily my like my, one of my favourite films but I do enjoy it uh, as a music film almost famous but mm-hmm. there's a good link to this which is um, when Skinny Dipper our recent, most recent band formed originally uh, it was just Alex and Vicky from the band and they basically they just formed this like, kind of jokey thing where they, they they had song titles that they took from Almost Famous right. and that's where they took it from so they did an interview recently with um, the Evening Times and they mentioned this and somehow or another this got back to Cameron Crowe oh wow so Cameron Crowe then starts following them on Twitter so they um, start talking to him behind the scenes on Twitter send him the EP he goes back so this is amazing love it and then on the day of the release, he tweets how he's listening to new um, Skinny Dapper EP and how amazing it is. So that goes to 800,000 folk. It was like, That's amazing. Change. So no, whatever PR I'd done, I'd done just went, Hollywood <laughs> 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 yeah. star. And we promised to send him a vinyl. And of course, the vinyl's not arrived. So if you just look at me, a bit stupid at the moment. Uh, <laughs> at the same time. But he'll understand these things. Yeah, exactly. And at some point, well, he runs a, I didn't know this, but he runs a record label in America. Oh, I didn't know that either. I didn't know either. So I've learned this as well. So maybe they could be our, our stepping stone they'll go off to Cameron Crowe's label and he could be on his next, the soundtrack yes. of his next movie you never know he does do very good soundtracks yeah no exactly so there's there's always that hope yeah, there oh, so wow. yeah. almost famous it's almost book. famous by default <laughs> exactly <isn't it? laughs> never actually seen the film but <laughs> um, that's really impressive yeah, that's that's good. Good. I do. I hope everyone's noticing the way that Lloyd is bringing everything back around to all of those <laughs> stuff. It's, it's genius it's my life yeah it? and nobody else will listen to me at anyone work, else I would think this would be planned out but with him it's just this is what I do <laughs> Um, it's pretty much why I live and breathe these things. It's always kind of like what's going through my head, and that's yeah. what's going oh, through my head. It joins here, that's yeah. Fine. But two in the morning, I'm sitting. That's what I'm thinking about when people I can't sleep. So, and finally, this is the one that everyone really hates. Is <laughs> how what what set you off? And I mean, you've talked about the reason behind Olive Grove, but you were saying that at 16 you wanted to get involved in music somehow. So, what kind of set you on that? Just going to live music, live got live, going live gigs. Um, I worked out 23rd of this month I was going to my first ever proper gig which was Stone Temple Pilots at the Ballons wow and uh, I was just thinking I was 16 at that time and I just kind of, I was hooked ever since and I just I've continued to go to gigs yeah I just kind of I love that feeling of being like 16, 17 kind of drenched in sweat yeah. and kind of yeah he was now, ringing and yeah, exactly yeah. now I'm quite happy at the back <laughs> with my yeah. earplugs in <laughs> yeah absolutely but, but still listening to stuff it was just that energy and just kind of got caught up in everything and just read everything I possibly could and listened to everything I possibly yeah, could became and a set obsession yes exactly yeah. became obsessed with bands of theirs obsessed with Symposium Idlewild uh, Freddie Rabbit Twilight's Ad and then all these kind of newer things that I'm doing so there's always something going on. Well, I mean, I understand the obsession completely. I think most people that will be listening do as well. <laughs> um, well, we're going to leave it there. So thanks very much for coming along. Nothing James. Really you know, really yeah, we're going to find next week as well. And we're going to finish with um, Joe Mango and one of the tracks off the remix album that you were talking it's about. called Transform Duration. So it's like her album's called Murmuration. This is Transform Duration. I can't even. I think that's how you pronounce it. I can never quite work it. I think I mess up the spelling for it all the time when I'm tweeting and things like that. <laughs> yeah, Joe's not so good. Simple album titles, Joe, I think that's yeah, what exactly. we're doing here. Um, Just eponymous albums now. <laughs> um, but, you know, everyone hopefully knows how much we rate Joe Mango. And uh, this track is Kingdom and it's Carbs Remix. Yes, yeah, Jamie, who's in Japanese War Effort, who's one half of. What are they called again? Uh, Conquering Animals, I think. And he always, Carbs is the thing he does with Johnny Common. It's this kind of. 
hip hop, Scottish hip hop, white Scottish hip hop thing. Well, <laughs> I, I haven't heard this yet. Uh, so uh, I don't know if they put anything out. I've just seen them. I saw them part of the. They did. They played in the detour. Like you know the the secret was the detour. What's the thing I'm thinking of? Don't know. Detour do the thing where you do the, the secret walk. I forgot the name of it. That's terrible. But they played as part of that. Oh, okay. So I saw them. Then, they were good fun. Uh, well, and, and is this, is this are we going to get a hip hop taker on Joe Mangos uh, no this is much more electronic kind of. <laughs> it's good it's, I think it's one of the strongest albums strongest tracks on the album it's one of the first ones that was done as well so it's I'm not sure I'm well with. I can't wait to hear it and uh, I hope uh, you enjoy it too I will be back soon with someone completely different <laughs> cheers I thought I was coming back <laughs> <laughs> we'll still come back with someone exactly the same and it'll be alive <laughs> cheers Green lights on the horizon I see red paint on my knee I say it's dark tonight The world's so dark Stay awake, Mark You'll be alright, here come the lights, Mark